What's up, kid? What's up, old timer? You've been cutting my hair for a long time. How you been able to stay open all this time? Check it here. I'll tell you. See, we survive off relationships more than just the money. I'm not no robot where I get you in my chair and I just cut you and get you in and out. And trust me, as much as you talk, I want you in and out. Yeah, Yo, you hear that, Earl? Yeah, he don't he talk so much? Yeah, man. <laughs> but when you sit in my chair, you getting more than a cut. You getting a sports commentator, a movie critic, a therapist. It's more about the exchange we have more than the transaction itself. See, now I just became your teacher. So hush up and let me learn you something. And let's take a deeper look. This is... This is Open Shop, the podcast. The podcast that documents the journey, 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 the journey of building and launching Open Shop. The small business geo marketplace. Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. I'm your host, EA Green, and we are here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and to conquer those obstacles by just getting started. So if you listen to the skit at the beginning of the episode, you can hear that today's topic, we are talking about connection and you're connecting with customers and with the sales process and customer relationships. All right, and the person that I believe that, that I knew and my Rolodex, I had to deep, I had to dig real deep in the bag, right, to one of my great colleagues, great friends, and, you know, even family for me, I had to contact my boy, Billy Fountain. What's going on, Billy? What's going on, EA? How are you, man? I'm good, man. Billy, me and Billy go way back, 10 plus years, you know, from college buddies to uh, fraternity brothers, like, it's just, there's a lot, a lot of history there, you know. The the Godfather to his son, like it's just a whole bunch of stuff. All Indeed. right, so you know now that we got the you know formalities out of the way, Billy, let the listeners know a little bit about yourself. Uh, so uh, welcome all and hello all. Um, currently living in the Delaware area from New York uh, is where I was born and raised, and uh, from with the Delaware State University down in Dover. And uh, outside of that, you know, working full time currently uh, with a huge insurance agency. Uh, but on the side of that, I actually had the opportunity to actually start working with some very successful entrepreneurs uh, and currently being able to build a dream for myself now to actually uh, step away from what I do full time to live the life that I choose to live. So that's what I'm doing currently. All right. So, you know, so I think Billy has you know tons of value, you know, based off of the the our journeys of, you know, trying to you know conquer uh, entrepreneurship basically from. Back from my college days, from when there was a party that we had to throw on camp. Uh, let's get into it. And can you let everyone know what gets you started? Uh, to be honest, man, what, what gets me started is knowing um, that you wake up and you get another day uh, to do whatever you choose to do that day. And hopefully you do something that's going to move you forward. And uh, like you stated in the beginning, being the godfather of my son, he is everything to me and my wife included. And, you know, with them knowing that I'm, I'm being the best I can be for them. And that's what strives me. Uh, that's what gets me started uh, is because I know I'm going out to conquer uh, whatever obstacles come my way, especially uh, for, for them. So absolutely. All right. So just to wrap that up, it sounds like uh, family and opportunity is what gets you started. Indeed. Indeed. All right. All right. So let's get right into the the conversation about today in regards to connecting with customers and, you know, the sales process or, you know, 
customer relationship building. All right. So Billy, you mentioned that, you know, you, during your, your time working, you know, full time, you were able to connect with a group of entrepreneurs. Um, can you let us know about, you know, what that, how that came to be? Like, how did you get involved with this group? And what's yeah, the name so, of it? Yeah, so about six years ago, um, it was, I was 26, man, at the right place at the right time, to be honest. And I was uh, approached by actually my wife's uh, old co-worker and now a great friend of ours um, who just always, you know, he asked me was I just keep my options open. Um, and the simple reason why is because, you know, I was out and about, like I said, just a place where I didn't want to go that night, too. So I always thought it was crazy how things come about. I did not want to go where my wife wanted me to go to one of her work events. Right. And we were like, she said she didn't want to go. I was like, I don't want to go. But she said, <laughs> let's just go. Uh, and the fact that we went and the fact that the guy that was there, um, he didn't want to go there either. And he had other plans and he ended up going. So it was, it's crazy how the world works. But uh, he was there and we had a great conversation. And at that time, and I was looking for something because what I was doing full time at that time I truly was not liking. I wanted more out of life. And I was I felt like I was in a rat race. I was doing the same thing over and over. And I just truly wanted to get out of that. Um, but I just like I also said I didn't want to get another part time job because then it would take away from my family time wise, which is something that will never get back. Right. So I was like, man, I don't want to take away more time that I don't have by getting a part time job. So he was able to, you know, show me something I can actually buy back my time uh, and then create finances on the back end and start to build assets. So being at the right place at the right time, and I was uh, blessed and fortunate to get offered a partnership to work with this organization. Uh, and now, as you know, we speak today, been able blessed to do a lot of great things financially, but also grow personally, which was everything. All right. So uh, you, you never got a chance to mention what uh, what the group is called. You know, um, can you let everybody know what what it's called? Absolutely. Uh, the organization we work with is URA, your association, uh, URA for short, but uh, that's part of the organization. That's one of the organizations that we work with, partner with other big companies uh, as well. Okay. All right. So let's get a little bit deeper into the conversation in regards to connected customers. So, uh, one reason why I felt like that Billy was the best person to you know have this discussion with is because I seen it in action. Uh, if if Billy remembers, there was this time where you know I was still living in Delaware before I moved to North Carolina. Uh, I asked him to come with me to the mall for something. I, I forget what we were going to. It was some event or something like that, and I needed to get some clothes. So I asked him, you know, just roll with me or whatever like that, going to you know Christiana Mall in Delaware. Um, and essentially, he I kind of challenged him if I remember correctly. Kind of challenged him in a moment, just like. I know you, you talk all this big stuff about, you know, being able to kind of create connections and create potential customers. Uh, and then I just challenged him. was like, yo, can you leave before we leave here? Can you f- get a new contact? And he was like, I'm going to try to get two. And I'm like, okay, do it. And I essentially like, I went to go try something on it and it came back and I seen him talking to somebody. Right, I kind of mm-hmm. caught him right in the beginning of the conversation. And then I realized that he, uh, from there was, uh, like he just started like going in and you know just started talking to this guy and kind of wrapped that up. So, Billy, can we talk about how that kind of came to be? How you kind of developed yourself to build that confidence in order to be able to do that? Well, first off, I like challenges. Uh, so when you said that to me, I was like, okay, that's no no biggie to me because you know the biggest thing is man when you do it so much um on your own you know if someone puts you on the spot it's just like if you were doing it on your own anyway right um but on the flip side of that it it truly was 
uh, knowing that I'm going out there to make someone else's life better. Because the biggest thing about, you know, connecting with others, whether it be customer business or whatnot, is knowing that whatever you have to offer can actually make them better in whatever it is they choose to do, especially if you know you have access to something great. Um, so in saying that, you know, all I'm doing is sharing what I already know with someone who doesn't know, and now I can educate them, and I'm making them better in the process. So I took the eyes off of me. Um, that's the biggest factor that I think that most people have is they they think too much about themselves and their feelings. Right. And as soon as you take the eyes off of you and put it on someone else, you actually get less stressed. You get you take a deep it's like a deep breath or inner deep breath to the point that now you can actually serve and help others. So, you know, at that time we were in the mall, all I did, man, was let someone know who I am, what I'm about, and then go about that um, as well. I didn't know if you wanted to go word for word with that and what I said, but. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it, it was just, it was just, it, it was like, I think I felt like he was kind of taunting me because he literally waited until I got back out of the, out of the dressing room and then like just the next person that came up to him, he was like, oh, hey, how you doing? And just started going off. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I was like looking at like what the hell is happening right now? Like, you know, it's one of those things where you just say, you know, you take the challenge right then and there. And then, you know, most people have like a, they kind of got to go through like a, like a, a, mm-hmm. a ritual of some sort to kind of like, you know, get them, get them ready to go. And then nah, Billy already had the engine revving, you know, like he was, was already ready to go. All right. So um, let's kind of keep on going. So when it comes to, you know, after you, you kind of, you know, develop yourself, I'm sure it took some time. Right. So how long, how long would you say or how how many times can you, you know, like, how do you get to your point where you just kind of felt really comfortable? Like, how long was that that time period? To be honest, man, I'm still working on that because it's never going to be a time where you feel comfortable doing things because it's if that's a little time. Like, I know. The comfort zone is the casket zone, and that's just how I live. So you always want to be uncomfortable. That's a good one, a good one right there. So it's true, though, because at the end of the day, man, you always want to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable. So when you're going out and talking to someone um, and, and conversing with them, the uncomfortable part is the part that actually is the growth period. There's different stages of it. Right. Um, so in your stretch zone and, and in the comfort zone, you always want to be in the stretch zone because that's going to make you better. So I personally am still growing because I always want to better myself. Cause if I feel like I got it, then I'll never grow again. Right. And I'll never, I personally never tell myself that I always say, what can you work on today? Right. What can you do to make yourself better? Because you need to get better. Not because I need to get better because I'm also working and mentoring other people who need to see me get better. Right. So, so going back into that too, when, when it comes to, you know, going about doing it, man, it's just, it took me about six months, I would give it a sake, to actually do that because I was like waiting for permission from my mentor to like go do it myself because I was getting mentored and he was helping me do it and doing right, it right. for me. And I was like, I want to be the one to do it. So in, in hindsight, I was the one to go out. As soon as I did it, the first time I did it, it was the weirdest thing I've ever done. Right. I was just like, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing. But the guy, you know, gave me a look like, what do you talk about? And I was like, uh, nothing and walked away. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I get it. Man. We all have those those moments um, and we should. I, I hope everyone has a moment where they're like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Right. Because at the end of the day, it's a it's a process of learning. You know, right. failing is growth. Right. So in hindsight, man, I was just like, OK, uh, what can I do? So it took me roughly between six, to eight months to really, you know, start doing it on my own, quote unquote. But. Right. 
I'm still progressing, still trying to get better on how to communicate with people because that communication is everything and learning how to talk to all types of people, not just one who's specific to you. Okay. Okay. All right. So when you get into where you say like, you know, being able to speak to all different types of people uh, and you like start going through the actual act of customer building and, you know, connecting with customers or potential customers, uh, Mm -hmm. how do you develop that relationship? Between you, in terms of as a you know someone who has something to sell or some you know something to provide, versus someone who may not realize that that they need that. So, so basically, if I'm hearing your question right, you more so like, how do I go about doing it? Yeah, in terms of how do you start developing relationships with customers? So, like I was saying, man, it, it truly comes down to knowing what you have your hands on. When you know why you have what your hand, you know what you have your hands on, you know why you're doing what you're doing. You have no uh, no hold, hold back from actually you going out and performing. So if I know I have something that moved me forward, that helped me get to where I want to get to, if I don't share it, I'm selfish. Okay. So in saying that, I'm like, okay, I have access to this. It helped me. It helped my wife. It helped my son. It helped you know, my mom, dad. Uh, who don't I know that I can help? And who do I know, like yourself, that I can help in whatever shape or form? So the conversation I'm having uh, is, you know, just letting him know that, listen, um, I know that, you know, I, I basically talk about my why first. So when people know why you do things, they actually are tying to your goals. And then on the back end, I actually let them know straight up that what I want to actually talk to you about is actually going to be best for you. So it's not just more so about supporting me. It's actually about how I can help you and fill the needs for you as well. Okay. So then, so now it's a, it's a two-way street conversation. Not only that, it's a two-way feeling that we both have. Right. I want to help Billy get closer to his goals, but he also wants to help me, whether it be, you know, get healthier. Uh, he also wants to help me, um, you know, uh, get over this type of, you know, situation. So knowing that I'm able to talk about those things and letting them know that really helps out too. If right. that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, we like to dig deep and get practical. Do you have an example that you can share? Absolutely. Um, so prime example, man, uh, you know, my aunt, um, I had a great conversation with her and I just gave her a call. Um, and I said, Hey, listen, you know, auntie, I, I don't think I ever told you this, uh, but did I ever tell you why, you know, we actually started our own company? And she said, no, nah, you never did. I said, well, when it comes to Jeanette and I, you know, we both, you know, had tremendous debt coming out of school. Jeanette is his wife, guys, just so you yes. keep track. <laughs> so, you know, when it came to that, you know, we, uh, had tremendous debt coming out of school. We honestly had no clue on how we were going to pay that back. Uh, We recently got a house and we were trying to figure out instead of paying it off in 30 years, how can we pay it off in 15? Um, And now that Liam's here, you know, my son, uh, we truly wanted to be able to fund and put money aside for whatever goals and dreams that he has. And not only that, take some of my unproductive time and then make it productive. So basically I'm reaching out to you, Auntie, because I, I truly and looking for people that I know I trust and I can count on, but to not only help me get closer to my goals, but it's equally as important for me to show you how I can help you save time and money with things that you're already buying and using on a daily to monthly basis. How does that sound? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. Because, right. and I say that because the conversation was about my goals and what we're looking at getting, but I also want to let her know it's not necessarily about that. It's, it's mainly about what I want to do to actually help you save time and save money. Cause that's everything's everybody wants to do that. Save time and save money. Right. Of course. So, and that's one thing I did, man. And then, you know, we obviously set up a meeting and, uh, and it was a very successful meeting and productive because it was me helping her, but she also knew that she's actually helping us get closer to what we want to get accomplished. Okay. 
Okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, so it's just like you found a a mute like some common ground. You found a way where it's like almost a win win. Absolutely. But you do strive to provide more value than you know. Essentially, they can provide you because you know that other than you know for the exchange of their time, you know, and or money, you know, do you, they may be getting something that can essentially improve their on their lives in terms of like you said saving them time or saving them money or you know helping them you know with their health or something of that nature absolutely absolutely all right so now after you get into you know you've you know created this relationship or you've created this you know customer base uh how do you like maintain these customers now like how important is it for you know like like how important is it to maintain the relationship and how do you maintain the relationship? Great question, man, because I think there's, and it's a word that you use customers and I, and I, it is, it's a word that I I'm staying away from okay. because I always tell people there's a difference between a customer and a client. Okay. okay. Customers buy every one to two years, clients buy every one to two months. Okay. So what I mean by that is this, you know, a traditional retail store, their, their goal is to get as many customers as possible. Ah, uh, Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes to the people that are working there, now the person that comes into the store, they come back often nine times out of 10 because of the relationship that they had. And it's now a client. They're a client to that store rather than just a customer. Right. That makes sense. So when it comes down to, man, we develop clients. We don't actually develop customers. Our goal is to never develop a customer, develop a a client because we want someone that's going to come back by, not because we have the great products or great things. They actually love to talk to us. And I think that's everything, man, because sometimes nine times out of 10, people just come off too salesy, too quick, and then people get turned away. Okay. Um, so if you come off salesy right in the beginning, you're just trying to sell a product, sell a product, sell a product, then at the end of the day, they're like, all you try to do is sell me on something, and I'm trying to get to know you in, in, in most cases, but people don't get that opportunity. Right. So what I always tell you, man, is listen, get to know them. Ask them questions, um, you know, and get a chance to put them in position. Like when it came to you, you know, me having that great conversation with you and talking to you about things, I got a chance to lead you into things that are best for you, not what I wanted you to buy because it's going to make me the best profit. Right. By any means, that is never the case with any of our clients because we truly don't want that, if that makes sense. We want people to come back because they love us and they love the products, not just the products. Got it. All right. So things that I heard from what you just said is, you know, clients over customers, right? You said, you said customers essentially purchase things from you every two to three months and mm-hmm. clients come back every, no, sorry. You said customers come back every two to three years mm-hmm. and you said clients come back every two to three months. So that alone, in the sense of the effort that kind of comes along with, you know, treating them as clients rather than customers can essentially kind of create a better connection, which in result can, you know, looking at the bottom line, right? And and that's just looking, being practical about it. But that does show that there does require a, a certain amount of effort, a certain amount of, you know, value, value giving to mm-hmm. the, you know, potential client or to that client in order to get them into that space, in order to kind of, uh, I like to use the word funnel, right? Where they kind of become more loyal to you as a person and to, you know, into towards your brand. Right. Absolutely. All right, so you mentioned, you know, to to get into a client stage, right? Like how how long or would you say that it can typically take to get them into that client 
type of mindset or that client phase. So if you just met, if you just met me today, right? Mm-hmm. How like and I, no, you don't have to get into super detail because we're going to get into it later on with the uh, with you know when we wrap things up. But like just the different time frame, can you give a, a little bit of color to how long that might take? So most people can take anywhere between two to three months, but you know for us it was started off at that, and then now it's down to maybe two to four weeks um, because the first time we encounter someone, I tell people the first impression is always the the, the last impression. So you want to give the best one right, uh, when you first sit down with someone, whether you know them or you don't know them. Right. So in saying that, if you tell someone you're going to do something, do it. Right. Um, your word is everything, especially if you don't know them. Yeah, exactly. uh, like they don't know you at all. They don't have no trust with you. So you, the first thing you have to do is be true to your word so that the trust can be built. But on the flip side of that, man, is people you do know, man, let them know that you're serious about what you have by doing and saying what you're going to do. Right. So within two to four weeks for us, man, we're literally developing a client base um, with people. Um, and, you know, in the beginning, it took maybe, like I said, two to three, sometimes four months to really start to do things. And we, uh, to get customers, uh, well, quote unquote, a customer in that sense. Uh, but now we're client based because they're two to four weeks. But the best way to put it is, you know, we, we, with a conversation that we're having with someone, we're letting them know how we're going to follow up with them. Uh, hey, listen, I'll I follow up with you in about, you know, a month or so just to see how you're doing with what you purchased. Right. Um, and I let people know too, hey, I'm not at the end of the month. I know this is a month supply of stuff. I'm going to give you a call closer to the end of the month, not to hassle you or anything, just to see if there's anything else I can get you, but also help you re-up on what you already got and what you already like um, and, and going from there. So speaking right. into existence, what you're going to do so they are aware. But on the flip side of that, too, is also like I'm letting them know that I care enough about you, not necessarily what you bought. I care enough about you to see the results that you want to obtain. And hopefully I am the one who helped you obtain them. Got it. Um, so and not only that, man, I'm I'm. I'm being a, a walking testimony. I'm being a walking uh, advocate. I'm also a walking brand. So when it comes to that stuff, so if they ask me questions about it, I'm using the stuff they're asking about. Yeah, I'm course. not just necessarily trying to sell them on something or talk about it. I actually use it or I have, a, a, I guess, a conversation that someone else is um, someone else on our team or, or, or Jeanette or anyone else that we know is using it. Now I can give a testimonial. Got it. So there's many ways to go about it. All right, I understand. All right, so we're about to wrap up. Is there anything else that uh, that do you, do you feel like is crucial to the you know to this process in regards to connecting uh, with your customers and kind of building that relationship? I think the biggest thing, man, is people don't ask enough questions. Okay. To get to to get uh, to the root of how can they be how can they become a client to you. Um, and I think sometimes people are scared of asking questions because they don't know the response. I tell you all the time, man, the answer is always no if you never ask the question. Right. So there's a very good book called Go For No uh, that I highly recommend people to get their hands on. But it talks about that. Uh, when it comes to that book, Go For No, it truly just you know talks about you know the, the simple fact of knowing who's going to end the sale, you or uh, the client that's in front of you. Right. And it should always be the it should always be the client, never you. Right. Um, you know, if I ask you a question and and like for example, if you came into the store and you're looking for, hey, I'm here to buy a pair of shoes, then I tell you, great, what size are you? And then I get the shoe for you and I say, awesome, man, meet me at the register. The question the answer, you know, I ended that sale, not you. Right. But if I ask you, hey, do you have a belt to go with those shoes? Hey, do you have a what are you getting these shoes for? I'm asking the right questions now. 
hey, what do you? What is it that you need the shoes for? Are you in a wedding, or are you just getting them because you're a shoe guy? Actually, I just bought a new suit. Oh, okay, cool. Do you have a tie to go with that suit? Actually, I don't. All right, cool. Let me show you what the ties we got. You know, to match the shoes and also these belts that we have. And then from there, now a shoe sale uh, just went to a belt and a tie to go with your suit. Now you have a full package, right? Because okay. your your expectation was to come for a pair of shoes, but I led you into something else that probably you didn't know we had. But I would have never brought it up if I didn't say anything. Right. Um, you would have never known, excuse me, if I didn't bring it up. Right. So I bring it up because I want you to know we have everything else that you may need outside of just the shoes. Right. So I think that's one thing, too, man, that people don't do enough of is asking the proper questions as they're communicating with someone who is looking for something and they can get it from you. Okay. All right, man. That's That was super dope. All right. So what we're going to do now is that we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap things up. All right. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. All right. So now we're going to wrap up our conversation with Billy and talking about connecting with customers and kind of creating relationships with customers. All right. So now, Billy, what we're going to get into is our wrap up segment called Concept Startup Growth. So this uh, segment basically serves to be a um, practical advice for our listeners, right? So that if they decided to, hey, I want, I can't really listen to the whole thing today. And, you know, it really pains me to do this, but I'm going to skip forward to this so they can, you know, hear the practical advice that we can give them so that they can put it into action, right? So if they don't listen to anything else, they know exactly what we talked about. All right, so the three sections are going to be in concept, startup, and growth. But what I want to do, I want to do something a little bit different today uh, in regards to relationship building with customers. So with each section, what we're going to do is kind of break up the different portions of the customer relationship process. So we're going to start off with concept, which normally is about planning. But what I want to do is set up how would we have the conversation to create our initial meeting? So let's say you already know me. Right. Okay. You already have my phone number. So you are calling me up and at the the goal is to set up the meeting. So let's role play. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I stated a little bit of it earlier. Um, but if it was you, like, hey, Eric, what's going on, man? Uh, hey, bro, how you doing? Hey, listen. Um, and I would talk about, once again, my why factor. Uh, I would say to you, hey, listen, did I ever tell you why I got started in business? Um, as you already no. know, I started it. And I'm I would sorry. Say, and I would say no. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So you don't you don't know. And I'm like, well, listen, man, you know, the reason why. You know, we got started in business is, is simply because, uh, as you already know, man, going to Dell State, I came out of school with tons of debt, uh, and I truly had no idea how I was going to pay that back. Uh, with the house that we just got, we wanted to actually, uh, instead of paying it off in 30 years, as the bank told us, we wanted to actually try to pay it off in 15, even less. Um, and, you know, with Liam being here in the world, man, he is everything to us. And uh, I know growing up, I had the opportunity to do different things in sportings. And I want to be able to fund without any headaches, fund whatever dreams and goals that he has. And plus I had tons of unproductive time that I really just wanted to now make productive. Um, So basically brother, I was just reaching out to people that I trust that I always been able to count on um, to honestly show them exactly how I can help them save time and money with things they're doing already. But on the flip side of that, man, I actually want to be able to, you know, it's equally as important for me to show you that it's important for me to save you time and money on things that you're using and buying on a day-to-day basis. Uh, So talk to me. When is a good time for you and I to chat in in a little bit more detail? Because over the phone, it's not going to work. So when can you and I do that? So that's kind of the conversation I'll have with people, especially know. Okay. 
So it's like you find that that common ground. You find that thing mm-hmm. that you know we already kind of have a connection on. So even if I, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure since we know each other, we're already connected on social media or something of that nature. So I might be aware that you know you have a newborn son or you know a young son, and you got married and you got a house. So you just kind of like finding the finding those those strings to kind of pull to kind of establish a connection, right? You're kind of you know, most times sales, you know, people who are trying to essentially create a relationship for a business, like they are not uh, as open. They're not as transparent with, Absolutely. you know, their potential clients or those potential customers that they that they're treating. All and right. I think that's important, too, man. People need to be open to them. Let them know why you're doing what you're doing, because people, they truly want to tie into those goals and dreams if you let them know you even have them. Right. Okay. All right, so now let's get into startup. So we're going to look at this as like an executing this actual meeting now. So we have, you know, we started the meeting and now we are face-to-face and now you're taking me through that. Let's go. So I'm basically going to talk to you mainly about what it is that you're already doing. So every time I get into someone's house, they think that I'm there to sell them on a product. I'm actually there to learn you. So that's key. Learn them before you even talk about what you have. Um, so I don't want to talk about what I have. I really want to talk about what you're looking for out of life. So I may ask you, so talk to me, man, what are some goals and things that you want? So, cause people don't do that nowadays. So I'm gonna ask you, Hey, you know, Eric, talk to me, man. So, you know, we're here now. I, like I said before, these are the things that I actually were looking at accomplishing for myself, but right. it's equally as important. Like I stated for me and you, and I'll, I'll always say what I said on the phone in the meeting again. Okay. And then I'll say to you straight up, like, Hey, listen, so talk to me, man. What are some things that you know, you're already using and buying, uh, things that you know that, I can actually help probably save you time and money for, or what are some products or things that you know you're using that you wish this product was actually better uh, at this specific. And I can actually say, Hey, you know what? I may have something for you. Right. Um, and I always use that line. Hey, I may have something for you. I may have it because I don't know. Yeah. I may have, I know what I have, but I may have something that could be best for the need that you're looking for. Hey, you know, I'm really trying to get in shape or, Hey, listen, I'm really trying to focus on my health or I'm really trying to, you know, uh, do this, do that. I want to be able to say, Hey, I think I have something for you. Um, you know, and asking those proper questions can actually lead to things that you didn't even know about people that you thought you knew. Um, you know, I had a conversation with a, a, a good friend of mine who I did not know was having sleep problems, but guess what? I have access to stuff that can actually help with sleep. Right. So, when it came to that, it was just because I asked the proper questions. Right. Uh, so I asked you those questions and then going into those questions, like, all right, cool. So let's get right into it. Let's see what we have here that I can actually help you get closer to those goals and dreams and things. And I'll, I'll do that as well. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go straight into the last section with the growth section where we're looking to adapt or maintain that relationship. All right. So we, you know, we left that meeting, you know, I essentially, you know, said, Hey, I am interested in purchasing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I made that initial purchase. I got my products and I've used it. And now we are what? 30 days later, 30 days, 45 days, give or take, depending right. on. Okay. So now depending on the product and the person. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. So now let's establish that. So now we are 30, 45 days post after that initial meeting, I got everything that I needed and I get a phone call from you. Yep. So I'm at the initial meeting, though, I'm also going to let you know I'm going to do that. So you're just not like, why is he calling me uh, 45 okay. days later? So let people know, too. You know, hey, I'm going to call you 45 days later, uh, 30 to 45 days later, just to see how you like it. But I also say to people, I'll shoot them a text. 
saying, hey, let me know, you know, when you get your products, I want to make sure that you get it. Because the biggest thing about it, too, is customer service is everything. Right. Um, and I say customer service, that's what they call it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> customer service <laughs> is everything. So um, having that proper, uh, cu- I'm going to change it now, client service. There you go. Right, having that it. proper <laughs> client service is everything because if people, you want to be better than the retail stores that are out there. You know what I mean? So I'm going to let you know, hey, listen, call me or text me when you get your stuff. I want to make sure that you get it on time, that it said it was going to get to you. And also, I'm going to call you about 30 to 30 days later uh, and then see, you know, what it is that you, you know, whatever you think you got, seeing how it's working for you, seeing what I could do to make it better for you. Uh, and then closer to the end of the month, I'm also going to check up on you uh, to see if I can actually help you re-up on what it is you look, what it is you got. So that actually you're not running low. I mean, excuse me, you're not running out of what you're running low on. Um, so I'll do that as well. But also, man, I think this is key. Thank you notes. I think that is this, this, the most tedious and smallest thing, but thank you notes go so far. You don't know how much, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How much, uh, respect or gratitude, how much love I got back. Show, exactly. How much love I got back from just people saying, Oh, you know, thank you. You know, cause you know, thank, and I just thank them for supporting us and getting us close to our dreams. And they're like, no, I want to thank you for actually helping me get healthier. Right. So it's a, it's a two way street, man. I'm not just there to sell. I'm also there to thank them for helping me, but I also want them to know that I truly appreciate it. Samples, free stuff, offering these things to people too, man, is everything as well. Okay. And the funny thing is I am a living testament to this. I'm, at first I thought I was getting royal treatment because, you know, I'm the godfather <laughs> of a son, you know, and we've known each other for 10 plus years, but no, uh, I remember I, you know, had some, some stuff ordered from Billy and I think normally like I, they said that they, they delivered it and they never delivered it. And he actually called the customer service team, you know, or the client service team that, you know, kind of helped track down my package like he actually like called with me on the phone right you know in order to make sure that he went the extra mile to make sure that i got my situation rectified and it wasn't just something where i told him hey like you know they said it delivered it and i didn't get it and he just sent me the number like he actually was like hey let me know when you're available for 20 minutes like let's call them together and figure this out you know so i think just you know, getting in a place where we know what we're so used to in this, you know, digital world that we've kind of like grown and kind of grown apart. You know, as much as we are connected in the digital world, we are so, you know, detached from one another and just yeah, doing absolutely. certain things that allow you to kind of have that connection still just going that extra mile, just that surprise and delight or just something that's just relieving can really go and push for a long way. All right. Absolutely. All right. So thank you, Billy, for, you know, going into deep detail with our uh, concept startup growth. So now we're going to get into hashtag comfort zone killer. Com- com- excuse me. Comfort zone killer is a our segment that is going to be a call to action to our listeners to keep them motivated until the next episode of Open Up Shop. Uh, so it can be a quote. It could be a clip. It could be anything. What do you got? Absolutely. So I'm going to leave uh, with two quotes here. Okay. Um, one is uh, mistakes are proof that you're trying. Very simple. Mistakes but I think sometimes, man, people, trying. they don't make enough mistakes. Uh, they don't they don't go out and fail enough. I know, uh, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg talked about it. He said the, the biggest risk at all is taking no risk at all. Um, and, and that's just what it comes down to. And the last one that I'll leave you with that I, I always live by, man, is. Some people quit due to slow progress. 
never grasping that slow progress is still progress. So go out there and then keep it moving because at the end of the day, you're still moving in a a different direction than another. You're going against the grain. You're standing your head across. If people throw tomatoes at you while you're standing above the crowd, that's awesome. Take them all in because tomatoes actually taste pretty good. So when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, stretch yourself because the more you stretch yourself from other people, you're going to hear a lot more noise. But just be, be numb to the noise and stay true to the dream. Got it. All right, so that was our comfort zone killer, Billy. I really want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to you know talk with us here, you know, and really discussing how to connect with customers and the importance of relationship building with your customers. But before we sign out, can you let everybody know where they can find you? Absolutely, and I want to say thank you, good brother, for allowing me to come onto your platform uh, and and share and and where you can find me. Uh, I'm on Instagram uh, as R and B Sigma. I'm in Twitter as R and B Sigma. Uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm on there as Billy Fountain. So once again, good brother, thank you for allowing me to come on here. Nah, man, it's really my pleasure. Uh, I definitely wanted to make sure I got you on here because like I said, you are one of the best that I know in terms of, you know, building relationships and like, I really try to strive to be able to be that comfortable and, you know, be able to develop those skills and not even necessarily for my own business, but just not knowing, you know, you never know who you might meet out there. And it's just so important, you know, in terms of networking or customer building or whatever, just being approachable or being able to, you know, kind of create that conversation on the go. All right. So I don't know about you guys, the listeners, man, but I feel like Billy really dropped some big value bombs for us here today. All right. But I want to make sure that you know that to tune in next week with your weekly dose of make it happen. But in the meantime, you can get more about the journey by following me at EA the exec on all platforms and learn more about open shop at open shop us on all platforms and at openshop.com. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project or business. But just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace.